Blog Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio Nation. This is live. It's not Memorex. You're listening to page one. I am LeVar, uh, <laughs> situated and nestled, not in my bed just yet. It is 11 o'clock here in the Midwest, 12 o'clock in the East, out on the West Coast where it is still the early, I think it's before club time of like 9 p.m. is Mary. What's yeah. going on? Hey, good evening. Doing good. How are you? I think most people out there go to the clubs at like what ten, eleven? Is that still the thing? Uh, well, nine o'clock you get in before cover. That's, that's what, what older people do, though, right? I, I know. Well, uh, or the exactly, like, older yeah. ones that are like well, twenty-one, twenty-two, that are smart enough not to pay group. cover. Well, yeah. If you don't have money to pay for the alcohol, <laughs> you got to pick either cover or alcohol, man. See, it's like at 21, you don't know any better, and you just go to the club. You're like, oh, I'll pay, I'll pay for everybody. And then, you know, when you get like 22, 23, you're like, screw that, man. I'm going to be there at 9 right before the cover hits, and I'll be all right. 9.45. I will be there 10 minutes before they start charging people. <laughs> right, right. Uh, for all of you listening, uh, thank you for staying up late uh, or Good evening or good morning if you're on the east. <laughs> and of course, you can always follow uh, this show and anything else that goes on on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I think I'm missing Instagram too. I'll post the links on our Twitter page at News Comet BTR. And Mary is always over on her own Twitter page at Luai's Mama L U A Y S M A M A. I'll talk to that. On all of them. That's on all of mine. All. Of them. See, she kept it all together. Me, I couldn't keep it all together because of, uh, I think, somebody who went to copycat it. And then, of course, with Instagram, you need a first name, last name, and then I'm not even going to start to that. Anyway, (laughs) if you know us, you know that we will always take a look at the stories that we think should be page one. We're not going to really, you know, somebody asked me how come we're not covering heavy stories. And I think we explained it a couple of weeks ago. It's just not the Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I would love to, but no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't. no, I'm serious. I would love to, but I don't know if I could do it in a way that would benefit the story itself. It's kind of like a different time or place. I think that's why we kind of branch out from time to time. We do some things. Uh, uh, When I do some things on the side with PLM, which I think we'll be doing something in December, we'll cover the heavy stuff then. I don't know if we're going to be doing that on this show. This is kind of like, it would bum us out, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like fun stuff. Yeah, thank you. So if you're you're in for the fun stuff, if you like some, you know, good old-fashioned talk about things that still matter, that are entertaining and delightful, we hope that you enjoy, this is the place. If you need kind of like the more serious stuff, eh, I would say just stay on Twitter and just debate somebody over the computer. But anyway, uh, one of the things that interested me this week, it seems that every few months the same thing occurs. And, and we're, well, I don't know, me, uh, Mary would be fine on TV, but if it were me, I wouldn't, and I'm pretty sure I would get like letters every day. But uh, I read a story here that, once again, I guess it kind of – I know we have people who are on TV and coming to our homes every day, but people, they know what they look like. But in this case in point, 
this was involving a meteorologist in St. Louis uh, for KSDK. Um, her name is Tracy Henson, and I actually gave a, good, a big shout-out to her on Twitter. But uh, Tracy encountered something that seems to happen. I know like most people in the news will probably not report it or not say anything about it, but she encountered something that seems to now kind of be the norm. And that was someone who tried to, we'll call it body shame, because I'll put it out there. And so one of the mm-hmm. messages uh, actually did spark national attention. And <laughs> it wasn't our Mary here that sent it, but it was a lady whose name was Mary. It wasn't you. You didn't send the message. <laughs> but I wasn't she showed her in quote, she said, do you ever watch yourself giving the weather report? Seems that you need a girdle for the stomach overhang, which shortens the front of your dresses. Today was not the first time I've noticed this. Maybe you should wear a top that covers the bulge in your stomach. And Tracy could have went a whole different directions on her response, but I thought that hers was brilliant and classy, and it, you know, I think was fitting. And then she said, dear Mary, yes, I do watch my air checks. No, and she put no in, like, caps. I would not be strapping myself into a girdle because you don't like my belly. I like pasta, bread and cheese, too much to obsess over my weight. I like my body, and that's all that really matters. And then she put hashtag no more fat shaming. She got over 20,000 likes. Hundreds of people have reached out to her to share their support. A lot of people on social media have also thanked her for standing up to the bully. Uh, I know the Today Show did something as well. It, it's it's bad enough, I think, if guys wrote in and said something about it. But it's kind of like your own fellow woman. It's bad enough if anybody writes in on it. Is it something that it's better off left unsaid, or is this Mary in the right? No, gosh, no, no. And she's a bad person for having my name, by gosh. Um, no, it's awful. It's mean. I'd like to see this, Mary, because if this Mary can do a better job, then go ahead, step up in front of the camera and do your thing, girl. Right. It, the person that's saying that stuff is a person that's hurting on their own. They don't sure. have, like, there's something else that's bothering her, and it has nothing to do, and unfortunately, Tracy was the person she lashed out at. And I, I feel bad for that person, that Mary. That Mary, um, <laughs> Bravo to Tracy for saying she likes pasta and bread and cheese and, you know, good, because I like that stuff too. And have you seen Tracy? She's, I'm sorry, she it kind of looks like she has a mom bod. Does that make sense? Like she's a little poochy, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it is not at all. I would kill for her body, like poochy or not. That, she looks good. She does. And she likes her stuff. So, yeah, good on her. So, bravo to her. Yay, good job. Bad Mary, good Tracy. Still not changing my name, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I I was just, you know, when I first read that story, I was just like, really? And I didn't even have to see a picture of Tracy to know, you know, that Mary was wrong because I don't care who you are, whether you're old or young, whether you're man or woman, to sit there and to body shame somebody. And like I said, if you haven't seen Tracy, Tracy's a beautiful lady. If mm-hmm. you haven't seen her, you'd be like, what the heck? Why does this lady care about, you know, whatever? It's, it, to me, it's like Mary probably could have spent a lot more time writing to other causes that actually needed it. <laughs> like probably her local congressman to support money for education or to help the homeless or something else, but instead you used your time and energy to write somebody about something that didn't even need to be written about. You know, I, mm-hmm. it, it bothers me every day where people spend more negative time and energy on stuff that really has no bearing on their life, but yet you're going to take the time because, you know, Someone who you watch on TV didn't look, quote, normal to you. It's almost as infuriating, and I didn't even bring it up, about the Penn State football player who got a letter 
from a Penn State alumnus a couple of weeks ago who had wrote to him and had talked about his dreadlocks and had stated how it was a hairstyle that was unbecoming of a Penn State football player. And in the same vein such as that, where we're either body shaming or we're talking about how somebody should look, you know, I always wonder, like, these people actually take a look in the mirror themselves because no one, well, well, I was going to say no one's perfect, but we're all perfect because the thing is is that we are, not to get too religious and preaching, (laughs) but this is how we were made. And if you don't like it, tough. I'm not going to swear. <laughs> Amen. Well, no, even beyond that, I'm sorry. I used to watch Weathermen that were the epitome of, uh, what's his name? Chris. My brain just stopped from SNL. So, like, that was my weather guy. Like, he was <laughs> typical Chicago sausage eating, bread, beer drinking, fat guy with a mustache like that's that was my weather guy so i'm sorry i'm not going to go and call the weather people i'm not going to call the i'm supposed to be watching the weather not the chick like that's i'm supposed right. to be turning in to figure out whether or not i need to wear a sweater or shorts that's what you're supposed to be watching and here's the best part of it there are nine thousand different channels you don't like that one change it right i don't know that that really kind of upset me this week because it just it makes no sense. It's like we've wasted more time on that, writing letters to people about how they look. I mean, who, what mm-hmm. right do you have to write somebody about how they look? You know, I, I don't know. It's you can let us know what you think. And I know uh, I went on tonight to her page to look, and it was just like so many letters. I don't think I saw one person that was in agreement with this Mary. And everyone was just so supportive, and that was a good thing to see. You know, we don't – here's the thing. It's even in life. It doesn't have to be writing to a celebrity or to somebody else. And I'm, this will be my two-minute uh, rant tonight because <laughs> I don't think I have it for anything else. <laughs> but if there's one thing, especially right now, especially in these times, that we need more than anything else, my friends – is a little bit more kindness and a little bit more support. And if you can even do that for one person in a day or say a kind word or listen or something, I don't think that the world will be as hostile as it is right now. Maybe that's just me, but it doesn't hurt to try it. And we're done with our two-minute rant. <laughs> yeah, it's not sponsored by anybody. Yeah, 100%. But. <laughs> but I'm going to ask the next question here. Um, speaking of things that kind of surprised me, now uh-huh. I um, none of us have more than one child, so it's kind of a little bit difficult. But I think it still kind of bears something here. I read an article this week out of People Magazine. And actress Jamie Presley admitted that her oldest son is her favorite. That's right. She has three. She actually said that this one was her favorite. She said, unquote, about her son, uh, quote, uh, Des and I have a special bond that no one else will ever match. Uh, She posted a photo over the weekend that showed her and her son uh, at a restaurant. And she put, best time ever hanging with my favorite son, Desi. That's right, I said it, she wrote, going on to explain that although she has a, quote, favorite son, she loves, quote, all three of my boys with everything I have in me. She says that Des and I have a special bond that no one else will ever match because we've grown up together, she continued. Now, her son is her only child with her ex. Uh, I'm going to get his name so wrong with my Chicago accent. Uh, Eric Kubik, Kubik? I'm going <laughs> to I won't get that. But here's my thing. It's kind of bold to kind of come out and say that one child is your favorite. And I'm not sure, you know, <laughs> I don't what did you think about the comments when you read that? 
Mm, well, I mean, uh, they, they, mm, here's the thing. You have siblings. I have siblings. Our mm-hmm. parents have favorite children. They really did have favorite kids. And in, in a mom kind of sense, She's right. They had they grew up together basically, you know, they matured differently. They that mother that parenting that parent child relationship will be different. Um I don't know if she meant that he was her favorite, like he's my favorite. But there is that special bond. So I yeah, it, it it's one of those things where I kind of agree with her and I understand where she's coming from. But a parent can love every child with every single thing that they can have and, and, and not have a, an ounce not to give every child that they have. But every bond with every child is different because every child is different. I was going to say, for now, I think she can get away with that quote because the other two are younger, so they're pretty much going to be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, I would, oh, if they got older, and some parents said, nah, that's my favorite one. That could kind of sting a little bit, though. I guess you could say it at that point in juncture because he is the oldest one, and the other ones are kind of young. If you see the photo, they're, like, probably – they don't look mm-hmm. to be no more than probably, like, four or five, but he's 12. I was going to say five or six, but yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I know why that's her favorite because it's her first one. But I was like, that's kind of bold. I, I don't know. Maybe as a dad, uh, you know, even with like, from the guy's perspective, you know, I don't think. Well, maybe dads might say, ah, oh, you know, if it's a boy and a girl, he might be like, oh, the boy is my favorite. We sit and watch football. But, <laughs> um, but I would think that's kind of like that's a bold statement, especially when you got more than like one. I don't know. But, I, but about now, that now where, stop and think about this for a second. You have older siblings. I mm-hmm. have younger siblings. There is a, there is a marked difference between the way that your parents treated your older siblings and you versus the way my parents treated me and my younger siblings. Like there's a marked difference you can tell, and as a child you can tell. Now I'm never going to sit here and say that my parents have. Uh, let's back that up. I do know that one of my parents for sure has a favorite child, but that doesn't make me love them any less, and that doesn't make me feel any less loved by that parent. That parent has been there for me and loved me with everything they've had as well. Just turned out that I'm not their favorite. But it's okay. Like, it, it's it's one of those, it's okay, because I was never lacking for love from that parent. Now, if she said, this is my favorite child, and I don't care about the other two, then we'd have a problem. Like, <laughs> if he sitting there going like, no, this is my favorite. This is the one I'm going to give my love to versus those other two. You see where I'm going with that? I see where you go. I, I got you. But I you know, I, well, I was going to say, here in this household, I was like, we were all treated the same. We all did dishes and we all slept. So I don't know who's the favorite. <laughs> oh, well, we all did dishes and we all slept too, but there still was. There was definitely no, I, a I don't. favorite. I generally, generally, will be the favorite because they were the first ones there. They kind of made a parent a parent. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, sometimes that older child is the guinea pig for a lot of things that uh, makes it easier for the others that come along afterward. So that way you mm-hmm. really know not to do something again or to do something the same way. And by then, a lot of people will say that you spoiled the younger ones, but the oldest one had to kind of, like, go through all the different stuff before you got it right. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But yeah, kind of surprising that she admitted that, though. Uh, it's like most parents don't, they don't admit that, that they have a favorite kid. I mean, I, like, like blatantly like that. But I wonder if uh, Chris Jenner would ever admit who's her favorite. Around. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I think if Chris Jenner were probably to admit that, she probably would say that. You know, I think that she would probably say that Kim is her favorite. I was going to say Kim. She's the one that yeah. she pushes the most. Yeah. Kim's the one that got them all paid, so I think she would probably say Kim. Right. Because <laughs> the other ones really haven't, like, well, now Kylie probably will get her paid, but, yeah. Um, oh, no, Kylie's getting herself paid. Kylie's smart. She's keeping it to herself. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kylie is smart. That, that's uh, I give her credit. So I think we had a, uh, a kind of conversation oddly about that the other day about the Kardashians because I don't watch uh, reality TV like that. I used to a long time ago. I haven't watched an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians probably since 2000 and since there was a zero before the year. Um, I I can't relate. I don't know if it's because I've gotten older. I can't re- relate with reality TV anymore. Is that just me? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, it might just be because you're older. Or you're not keeping up with them. Like, you're not, it's, that's not something that's imperative to your life right now. You're more into what you have to get done for your life, not theirs. Well, I think too. But then again, I never, I don't know that I've watched an entire episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I think I may have seen like bits and pieces and done the, yeah, that's, I don't, I I don't live that life, so I don't care. (laughs) I think that was the thing because I was like, you, you see them jet setting off to, all these exotic locations, and then you see him doing all this different stuff that I know that I can't afford. And I think the thing that got it for me one day was I think it was either Kim or it was it was one of them. I don't know if it was that or if it came down to Kylie or um, Kendall. But one of them had to go to, like, some exotic location, really nice place. And they just moaned and complained about it because they were like, yeah, I have to work when I go to – Whatever it was, I don't know if it was like Sandro Pay or whatever. They're like, I have to work when I go there, and uh, it's, it's just a drag trying to like get on the plane to get there and do all this stuff. Like, really? If I could just take planes and go and travel and work an hour or two and get paid for it, I think I'd be a happy man. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'll trade places with you, heartbeat, and I'll take half the pay. I think that's where they lost me, and then at that point I was like, no, nope, can't do it anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, celebs, now I'm going to get – now I will swear to you, the first time I said this guy's name, this will go to show my experience with like, or my expertise in rap. Um, <laughs> I know it's ASAP Rocky. Don't at me and don't come to me on, like, Twitter. The first time I actually said his name was ASAP Rocky because that's how I read it. I mean, when I see ASAP, I'm not going to say ASAP all the time, but ASAP Rocky. Um, so TMZ uh, reported a story on SAP. I don't know if we call him that for short. Rocky, Rock. Uh, um, he stated... And by the way, uh, before I go into this topic, I'm not sure if you guys are listening with, like, kids. <laughs> if it's younger kids, uh, the following next few minutes <laughs> probably will get a little bit of a frank discussion here. So I'm forewarning you mm-hmm. if you are listening with kids to this podcast. But anyway, so ASAP says in an interview that he is a sex addict. And he has been since junior high school. Those are his exact words uh, per TMZ. Uh, The rapper who opened up to New York City host and Power 105.1 DJ Angie Martinez on her show uh, revealed that, you know, he loves sex. And it's no secret that he's been obsessed with orgies for a long time. He talks about it a lot. Uh, It was the first time, really, in an interview that he explained how far he's gone. And in a preview clip, which you can see on TMZ, because we'll give them credit, because they're the ones that are reporting the story, uh, he says that he was always a horny kid. And when Angie went on to press him, pointed out there's a difference between being a horny teenager and a sex addict, he doubled down with his sex addiction diagnosis. Although it's unclear if that info came from a trained professional therapist, but the 31-year-old rapper, he's been open about his thirst for women. He once told Esquire he needed a $100,000 bed, quote, because I have a lot of orgies at my house with some very close female companions. I photograph and documented many of them. The women that I'm around are into that free-spirited bleep like me. He added that his first orgy came at 13. Uh, He also talked about a few other things, including his criminal past, the episode 
uh, will be airing on WeTV. I... I've got to be careful with how I say this. I know in a lot of ways that any type of addiction is a serious thing. I'm not so sure in much that... Okay, I'm just going to put it out here. We're all adults. Do you talk this up to just a high libido sex drive to a young guy, or is it actually a serious case of a sex addiction or is somebody just blowing smoke up our behinds? I think it's somewhere along that last one. Well, I don't know if it's smoke as much as it is somewhere between. Like, I, there might be an addiction there. I can't. I couldn't tell you. I'm not. A, I'm not a professional. I wouldn't be able to tell you. There might be. Um, there might be some raised libido there. I think there's a lot of BS in that. Um, <laughs> Why did I? Thirteen, and that's my first order. Yeah. You could see my face. Like I, I know Lavar could see my face because we've talked enough. But I mean, if yeah. everybody else in the world could see, I, I'm I'm giving you the, the 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 WTF face. Like there's there's some deep 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 BS in that article. Now, how far that BS is, maybe I'm saying it's deeper than it is, but I, some of it I think is to hype him up a little bit, and some of it is to, to, to fuel the machine, because a, a lot of the rap game, I guess, has to deal with controversy, and the more controversial you are, the more desirable you are, the more you sell, you know, songs are his his and the record labels his pimp and that's what we need so yeah I just I, I cry I cry foul <laughs> I cry foul on this one here's the other thing though uh, I'm going to get to my opinion on it in a minute but I kind of want to go off topic a, a little bit here we hear so much It's. I know the general public has cases of this but why is it that I see a lot more of it with celebrities and people who use it as an excuse to do what they do. I, I'm trying to be careful here, and I'm trying to walk the tight line of being the uh, the moderate person on this, but I think that mm-hmm. if it is addiction, as some people truly say it is, and I'm not going to say I don't believe it, but the thing is, is that if it is why do so many people use it as a crutch to explain their lack of morals when it comes to certain situations? Because now we've and there are people crutch. that are sexual. There are people that are addicted that, that are sex addicts. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not a legitimate thing. There are people that are addicted to sex. Now, addiction is something where, and, and at least this is how I look at it, it's something that is ruining your life. That's something that you have to have in order to function. It's something, it's it's alcohol, it's drugs. And if sex is what it is for you, then I understand that. But it usually is detrimental. It's not a good thing. Him saying he's having orgies in a $100,000 you know, bed and this is why and all these girls like it, then you're not an addict, dude. You just got girls that are putting out for you. Sorry right. I'm being a little rude. That's why we're friends. That's where I was going. Because it, it, it's just, you know, you certainly in this interview just explain vivid detail that you bought this bed for this purpose, to have these orgies, and then to put that shock out there that, yeah, I had it at 13. All I know is this. At 13 years old, I'd love to know who was watching you around that time because they failed. <laughs> I don't know what type of orgy mm-hmm. you could have at 13 that would last longer than probably a few minutes, but that's a different mm-hmm. story for a different day. But even on top of that, what orgy did you have with these people, and how come no story has come out? Because I'm pretty sure some people would have been like, oh, yeah, I had an orgy with ASAP Rocky years ago. I would have thought mm-hmm. that would have came out by now. I'd love to. I would love it if any of you out there who had that orgy steps forward and let me know. But I don't know. It, it, it's kind of like I'm on the, like I said, the fence about this because 
I want to treat it as a serious thing. Well, at the same time, I'm just sitting here like, really, dude? It's some parts of this story I'm just not buying. And it doesn't even have to even be the 13-year-old orgy thing. I, I just, it's kind of like, you know that you're popular. You know that you are a rapper. And it makes me wonder if you, quote, still have this sex addiction if you were not famous and had money. You know, I once exactly. told somebody, I was like, you know, the one thing about celebrities, and I, I hate to group people into a different thing, is that celebrities and the reason why relationships just don't seem to work out is, you know, for at least those who don't really care, because I'm not going to group them all together, because there are some celebrities out there who are awesome people who have high-standing morals and everything else. But for the ones out there who are young, get all of this money, they don't have to, quote, settle because people are going to come to them and they have options and I think I was explaining this to someone the other day because I was like you know you read about these celebrities who had like tons of sexual parts and we're not judging hey do you but the thing is is that when you're going to go on TV and put that out there and then claim that you have an addiction but yet you have an addiction I don't know why you're putting it out there. It's like, do you want help for it? Because if you want help for it, I don't think buying a $100,000 bed is going to give you any help. But, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a lot of stuff to that story that just, when I read it, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, I, do you think, though, that it gives people a crutch to do bad things, though? Uh, sometimes, yeah, because they, oh no, I'm a sex addict. No, you're not. You're a cheating cheater. You're <laughs> you have no moral backbone, and you have no no willpower to do the right thing. You don't think before you put your dingling or hoo ha out there for everybody to have fun with. Like it just yeah, for some people. And like I said, an addiction is an addiction, and if it's something that's going to cause that kind of that kind of um. Uh, detriment to your life that's going to cause you pain and suffering and stress and things of that nature that tend to keep it you, you t- tend to keep it inside you don't tend to advertise it right you tend to try to hide it you try to to, to do that behind closed doors and and that kind of thing I understand and I'm not saying those people that do have an, an addiction there are people out there that do have an addiction and they do have an illness that that they have to take care of. But a lot of people are just, no, I'm a sex addict. No, no, you're just, you're just awful. You know, I, and I there's that fine uh, line. Yeah. I was going to say, I haven't watched the interview. Uh, I'm not sure if I will. <laughs> um, but if I was Angie Martinez, I hope her next question was, Hey, if we're admitting all this stuff, are you saying that you want help? Mm-hmm. And I would be interested to see what his answer would be. I think he kind of likes the addiction part right now. So right. that's what I If it is an addiction. Yeah, if it is an addiction. <laughs> we think it's just uh, someone just flaunting what they have and knowing that they could do it. But that's another story for another day. Uh, coming up in the next mm, – oh, by the way uh, – just in case you're tuning in, you are listening to page one. Uh, I'm Lavar. That is Mary that you also hear, not the Mary from our earlier story, but that is Mary. Um, right. I'm not as judgy. <laughs> you're not as judgy. Uh, and we are here uh, back after a one-week hiatus in which I will tell you uh, we did get a chance to actually see each other, even though this is like different. Well, I'm mid to east coast. Mary's out on the west. Good to see you, by the way. And yeah, yes, you were actually here in Chicago, in, in nice cold yep. Chicago. Yes, <laughs> it was nice. Weather. Tell the folks that when it comes to October, to bring your jacket. Bring a jacket and some pants. Pants <laughs> and a jacket. <laughs> I would hope pants. You know what? Blood. Actually, I, I don't really. I can't depend on people to help me in the wintertime because I see people in being here in the Midwest. I don't know where most of you listeners are from. If you're from the, if you're from the West, 
I know that your winters are pretty much comprised of 50, 60 degree weather. Maybe you might see a 40 here or there, but it's not bitterly cold. And if you're from the uh, mountainous areas, I mean, you've got what normally on a year round? What's the average out there, way? Oh well, don't don't get by me because I'm in the desert. So you're talking like if you're talking like Sierras, or if you're talking like Pacific Northwest, it's actually more close to um, Illinois weather. So cold, possible snow, rain, precipitation, that kind of thing. All right. And here in the Midwest, of course. Uh, fall has begun. <laughs> began a few weeks ago, uh, but right now we pretty much are averaging around like 50, 50s and 60s. At night it does get a little bit cold. So if you're here, and I do know that some of you to the south are probably going to be seeing some storms this weekend. I think there is a tropical storm that is developing. So be careful if you're in the path of that. But here, yeah, you. It started I think a little bit too early. Uh, it's we usually get that good stretch of, like, semi-warm, but it didn't even happen. So, yes. But hopefully you enjoyed your time here. Hopefully I will get out to Vegas. Hopefully we'll do a live show from, like, Vegas, and then she can turn around and come back and do another one from Chicago. We'll work that out. That would be but, awesome. Yeah, where we could sit in the same room and actually make faces at each other. Right. <laughs> but um, we are coming up, because it is October, we are coming up on Halloween. And uh, for those of you that got a costume already, good for you. (laughs) But there is a question, and every year I think this comes up in some way, shape, or form. And Chesapeake, Virginia has finally put the hammer down. They have made a decision about Halloween. You know what that calls for, though, right? Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. Oh, I thought you were going to help me out here. Calls for the gavel. Oh. <laughs> there we go. I thought you, thought you were going to help me out there. I was like, do you want to sleep on me? No. No, I was going to let you do it. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, I was like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of back in the day, Conan O'Brien. Love Conan. He had um, a bit where when he was on NBC, because NBC and USA were the same channel, he had this thing called the Walker, Texas Ranger level. And whenever he would pull it, it would show a clip from Walker, Texas Ranger. It would just be like the most obscure thing ever. Hilarious. And I remember sometimes he would be sitting there, and he had like, like even in between the show, and somebody from the audience was like, dude, dude, <laughs> he pulled a lever. It's just like that now. I have the law and order gavel level, so the lever. Yeah, I have the, I have the lever. <laughs> We're just gonna start doing that now. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the city of Chesapeake, Virginia. You give me clips. That's gonna be a bad thing now. But anyway, <laughs> um, the city of Ches- Chesapeake, Virginia. They have set the maximum age for trick-or-treating to 14 this year, raising it from the 13-year-old maximum that was in place last year. Now, the updated ordinance doesn't allow for jail time, which the city said was never used anyway, but it does make it possible to fine and charge a teen with a Class 4 misdemeanor if they're found to be in violation of the rule. The city has said it won't be actively checking ages of trick-or-treaters, but the ordinance will be enforced if teens are behaving badly. Uh, <laughs> I Here's my thing. I would think that at 13 or 14, you'd be a little bit over-trick-or-treating. But I guess if we have to put it out there, how old is too old to be trick-or-treating? Nothing. Nothing is too old to be trick-or-treating. If you are going to put on a costume and knock on a door, you should get candy. I applaud anyone that gets the guts to do it. However, I get what they're saying. They're trying to, they're, they're like Chesapeake is trying to make sure that they don't have the kids that are being uh, buttheads, for lack of the term that I want to use. Um, they're just trying to make sure that they're not being, they're not being jerks during Halloween. But honestly, I, I want a trick or treat, and I'm, you know. <laughs> 
I'm not a spring chicken. I want I want a trick or treat. I get a costume. I love it. I love Halloween. It's fun. And I I mean I have a candy beard now. I just go out and find somebody and be like, Hey, I'll take your kid out for you. I'll bring him back. Just go for candy. I take a candy fee. I get a take a candy fee. I get 10% of the take, man. That's what I get. Oh my goodness. Here's the thing. I think this should. Well, I'm going to say why. Because Halloween really is for little kids. I mean, it's the whole thing of dressing up as your favorite little character. I mean, I get it. I mean, once we start to get into like 11, 12, that's fine. But I think once we get to like 14-ish, 15, eh, it's kind of like you've got like an allowance where you can buy your own candy, you know? I, I, I find it a little weird, but even though I will admit, the last time that I ever trick-or-treated or quasi-trick-or-treated was in college. Um, I think it was like right I trick-or-treated in college. It was probably with me, dude. Probably <laughs> was. And I, we went from house to house. I just up hit up a few of the deans, people, and of course they were looking like, yeah, I can't really say anything. But then we had masks on; they couldn't really make out who we were anyway. But anyway, <laughs> um, that was the last time I kind of did it. But it was on. I was I wasn't doing anything that evening. I was bored, and I wanted candy. I'm a broke college student. What do you expect? But. <laughs> I do think that if you were going to play something on this, I don't blame them. But yeah, because you can get that rowdy teenager yeah, that might intimidate the younger kids or might try to, you know, because um, little kids don't know better. They'll be like, hey, can I check out the candy bowl? And then just take a handful of it and then probably leave. We don't want to see that happen. So mm-hmm. I get it. But I would think that anyway, there's no point in really doing that law because nowadays, most 13, 14-year-olds would rather be at home probably playing Fortnite or probably like on their phone, on Snapchat, or on something else than to be out trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Or would, they're going to be the kids that are going to try to do trick-or-treating with their, you know, like, quote-unquote trick-or-treating with their boyfriends, girlfriends. Right. Et cetera, trying to find the house that doesn't have any parents in them. Does anyone still have like so, house yeah. parties and goes like bobbing for apples? I don't know about the bobbing for apples, but I have parties, man. Come on now. Like how else how else do you justify selling adult costumes? Like if I'm gonna dress up as sexy Trump, I need to have some place to go. <laughs> you know, I I saw some of these costumes and uh <laughs> I think, as I told someone, it probably uh, has a dual purpose <laughs> with those costumes. Um, yeah, some of them didn't look too Halloweenish. <laughs> kind of looked a little on the. Uh, not that I'm complaining, by the way. I was gonna say you, fetish side. You're complaining about this. Kind of. No. <laughs> Yeah, it did. Uh, that's how it kind of looked. But, yeah, it was kind of on the fetish side. But, hey, that's just me. I'm going to leave that to whoever's dressing up. One quick thing, though, public service announcement. If you do decide to buy one of those this year, please, I'm going to save you your job. Don't wear it to work. Yes. <laughs> that is an after-work costume for karaoke night. That is what that is for. There you go. <laughs> um, Karaoke night I do have work. a little bit of a bonus uh, part to tonight. And, of course, I always say that the most interesting conversations that you guys don't get to hear are like the normal phone conversations that take place between Mary and I. And I don't know why out of the, like, out of my brain that I put down a challenge this week. And, unfortunately, that challenge also kind of, like, it not only stumped Mary, but in the end, I will admit to you, it kind of stumped me. <laughs> and even up until showtime, I had the toughest time with this. From oh, here see, I'm or done. there. And I also got a second list, man. <laughs> I hit up another person and got a second list. We may do a part two on this. Save that second <laughs> list. 
Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure this will bring about a lot of debate. Um, I was talking to Mary pretty much to set this up about the good old days and things that really aren't um, around too much anymore. Granted, this thing is, but it's not as prevalent as it was probably back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And if you are a child of pre-1990, or I would even say 95, because I think it kind of stopped mid-90s. No, wait a minute. I'm going to be even better with this. Around 2000, I think, is when it kind of stopped. 2000, yeah. Yeah, probably around that time. I would probably say the TV theme song. And from time and again, you might hear me play a clip over here or there on the show. But TV theme songs really aren't what they used to be. Because most shows kind of just start off now. I mean, the last big show I think that kind of had one was, I think it was, i never seen the show, I think it was Big Bang Theory. They kind of had one. Um, and then, like, there's a few other ones out there. But they're not like songs that you know that you'll sing, that you can hear it, and you'll just be like, yeah. Um, so the homework assignment here was to come up, if you were going on a deserted island, of course, every question has to start with that, and you could only take with you 10 TV theme songs, which one or ones would you take? That's a very hard thing to do because you're not only going to have 10, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have like 20, 30, 40 of them. Mm-hmm. But in this case, and for time, we could only do 10. So I'm going to let Mary do her list of her 10, and then I'll do my list of my 10, and I'd love to hear your list of 10. Uh, so if you follow us on Twitter, go to my page, go to Mary's page, put your top 10. We'd love to hear them. Who knows? Maybe we'll share them on the show down the line. We might even do part two next week. I don't know. all depends on what's going on. But what's your 10 theme songs? Okay, just to clarify, we did include all TV shows. So this includes news, game shows, uh, cartoons, that whole thing. So we Mm -hmm. did not break that up, correct? Like, I didn't break mine up, so don't be cheating on me and breaking yours up. No, no. Kidding with you. All right, so my 10, no particular order. No particular order. Um, Cheers. Okay. Pokemon, the first Pokemon. So not the the original Pokemon, because there's like there? ten of those theme songs. There's a there, I want to say there's eight theme songs honestly. Oh, um, so the first one, um, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sesame Street, Friends, Sixty Minutes, Monday Night Football, The Jeffersons, and Jeopardy. Those are my ten. I think that was ten. What was the last one? one? Two, three. Jeopardy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes, ten. That's ten. I, I have some honorable mentions, but those are my ten. On a deserted, okay. deserted island, those are my ten. Okay. Now we got your ten. I am going to – oh, man. You know what? I kind of did myself, man, because when I originally said mm-hmm. this, all of a sudden a bunch of started coming through. I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, that one, too. That's why it's like this. I have a a, list still. Yeah, yeah. This might be a still do. Who knows? Well, I think next week we probably will pick this up and do the next ten. But my top ten that I said that I absolutely because some of these bought back memories. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the catchiest, but some of them bought back memories. Some of them were like, yeah, I could probably, I would be all right with that. So one was uh, the Price is Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary's going to hate number two It is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood mm-hmm. <laughs> The Jeffersons was though, on I get it. as well uh, Monday Night Football was on my list Three's Company is the fifth one And of course this is in no particular order uh, The sixth one is the A-Team um, the seventh one is the theme from Mr. Belvedere. Mm. <laughs> oh, there's something about that one. Totally that forgot about that one. Reminds me of the '80s. It's a different time or whatever it was. 
Um, I lost my count now. It was like what two, four, five, six, no, seven. Yeah, I seven. I gave you. Uh, uh-huh. Number eight was the odd couple. Because whenever you see two people together who just look totally different, what's the first thing you hum in your brain? Odd uh, couple names. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, number nine. This one was tough. Um, I had a lot of different themes, and I'm going with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, only because mm. I think in this last probably like twenty twenty five years, everyone knows it, and as soon as you hear it, you start singing it. And then the tenth one actually was one. It's an instrumental, but uh, well, and I'm going to be careful because you said Pokemon had a lot of themes. I'm thinking of the theme from Tonight Show with Johnny Carson because if you think late night TV, that's the one theme that's in your brain. It pretty much just sticks there because I mean, for over for thirty years, you've heard that theme every night right after your late local news. That sticks with me. Mm-hmm. So those are my ten. Uh, mm-hmm. There were so many. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yes, I have, have, I have so many on this list that I haven't. And like I said, I got another one from um, another person just, just to run through. I'm going to mention there, just because they wanted to do the honorable mention, they're like, we, they wanted to do an honorable mention of Baywatch just because of the boobs. It's an instrumental, but it, it invokes the boobs. And since we're on a deserted island, that's what they wanted to see. So I said well, I would doing tell an honorable everyone. Mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not my honorable mention. That's their honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, I didn't, didn't think that would be yours. But yeah. That is not mine. No, if I, have, I was going to also not. give an honorable mention, the one thing I thought of is that what's the one theme that every sports fan knows without even like going into like an entire song? ESPN Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. If you say that, I don't even have to say what show. They know it's ESPN. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. different themes that when you hear it, you know it, and you're like, Oh yeah, and it takes you back. Yeah, I remember when I was in the barn at one night with my buddies, and we watched Sports Center all throughout the night, same one, about twenty times in a row. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. That was my best bar impersonation. But yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, I think this has become such a thing. I think that we will probably do, if the time allows us, within the show, once in the blue moon, we will probably do a top ten. Of our favorite things. And then you can hit us back with what your favorite things is. And I do believe that next week we'll probably pick this back up and do the next 10. Because <laughs> this, this was so hard. And I, I thought for sure that I had it. It's kind of like asking somebody what your top, if you had to choose, and I think this will probably be a future one, if you had to choose 10 songs oh, God. on one CD. What ten songs? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would need. I mean, to I know one song. that down. I know one song you wouldn't choose, and I've known Mary for years, and I know it wouldn't be Tom Sawyer. But yeah, um, that would not make it. If that made it, that would be death to whoever was on that island with me. <laughs> and I'm a Rush fan. I love Rush. That's like just to, just to put that out there. I absolutely love Rush. Huge, huge. Huge fan. Hate that song. <laughs> Hate that song. You know, I think of topics as this goes along, and I do believe, and I know somebody's going to be like, hey, you know what? Since we're on the topic of music, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just came out with its finalists for the class of 2020. I'm going to put it down now. Next week, cause I'm going to make Mary do another homework assignment here. On top of the uh, TV theme songs, which or we either shell the TV theme songs for a couple of weeks from now, but since the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one is just out, next week we will give our picks for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is a very, very tough one if you love all genres of music. Uh, such names. Most of mine are already in the 
Hall of Fame. Yeah, most of you, most are already in. But when I saw this year's list, it kind of like made me feel old in some ways. But in some ways, it was kind of like, oh wow, yeah, really? They've been around for twenty five years. Yeah, names such as the Dave Matthews Band, uh, yeah. Notorious B.I.G., Whitney Houston made that list. So it, it's like a lot of Soundgarden. I think was on that list. There's a lot of them. And mm-hmm. so that's our homework assignment for next week. We're going to present if we had to vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That will be one of the things that we will discuss next week. This brings up so many people who get mad every year because some people want particular bands in, and then they get mad about the people who are actually in there. It, if there's anything that brings a debate higher than politics, it's on who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> yes. There's a lot of lists. We're going to do a lot of top tens. I love top tens because they make you think, and at that point, it makes everybody else think. So, right. We'll have but with that being said, ma'am, uh, it was coming up on 1 o'clock in the east, almost midnight here. Uh, I guess that is it for this week. Did you have anything to add? Any special hellos or anything that you want to? Mention? No, um, thank you for all the people that have given me happy birthday shout-outs for the, the last, you know, my birthday that came up. Thank you for everyone. I feel loved and blessed. Um, other than that, no, I, I think I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks with these top tens, and I'm going to probably hate LaVar after the end of it. <laughs> Say that with love. Um, but, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me in your By home. the way. She will not say it, and I'm going to be real quick here, but she did have one particular birthday wish that um, if you like to, and this is a good thing mm, for everything mm-hmm. that you're going to be doing early part of next year uh, mm-hmm. for St. Paul, correct? Yes, it's, uh, it's going to be happening St. Patrick's Day weekend. Um, I will be shaving my head for St. Baldrick's and donating my hair um, to Wigs for Kids. Um, both of the, um, both of them, both uh, organizations actually do uh, cancer research for children, so children's cancer research. So if you want to start thinking of, because you were all late with a birthday gift or maybe even an early Christmas mm. gift, give us more details here in the following or next coming weeks on what you can do to kind of help out. So um, definitely, actually is an awesome thing to do. Uh, I would give, but I have nothing to give. <laughs> um, oh, this is perfect. Get and share, share, tell, get it out there. Get it, you know, get those, get those organizations um, their support. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, I don't know if it's too soon, but uh, to Christina Hendricks, uh, I will give you time, and then I will be calling you soon. And Mary doesn't even know, but unfortunately she's getting divorced, so she's now back out on the market. So. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to put that out there. But anyway, that is all for us. Uh, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thank you so much for listening to us. Catch us on Twitter. Uh, of course, Mary is over at? Blue Eyes Mama, L-U-A-Y-S, Mama. And I'm over at News PR. Yes, and you can catch us there. But, hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Next week. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you. That's next week. <laughs>
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.